The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's happening this week on your favorite soap opera? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I hope that you've enjoyed the last two weeks of special programming here on Soap Central Live with our tributes to all my children. It wasn't until these two shows aired that I think I fully understood the meaning of the word bittersweet. It was so much fun to be able to talk to all my children fans out there, but certainly the fact that we had to wait until all my children went off the air to celebrate it uh, was pretty difficult. And we're going to try to sort of atone for that in the future and have special weeks devoted to all of the soaps that are still on the air to let fans call in and tell us what they think is so special about the soaps, their favorite characters, their favorite storylines, their favorite memories. It's going to be a lot of fun. And beyond that, what we're going to do this week, though, is get back to the regular format of Soap Central Live that you've come to appreciate and love with interviews with some of your favorite soap stars. Yes, everybody, that means that this week's Soap Central Live is, I guess, going to the dogs and the cats and the birds, and the fish, and the bunnies, whatever other pets that you have at home. This week, we are going to celebrate that love for pets. It shouldn't surprise you that many soap stars are just like us. They share their lives with four-legged companions or maybe some winged companions. And today, we're going to be talking to two daytime stars who have very special places in their heart for their fuzzy friends. And then coming up later in the hour, it is going to be a -a one-of-a-kind contest that we've never done here on Soap Central Live. In fact, in the 16 years of running SoapCentral.com, I don't think that we've ever done anything like this either. It's going to be a lot of fun, and there's going to be quite a few chances for you guys out there to win some pretty cool products for the pets of your own. But first up... Days of Our Lives star Ariane Zucker returned to Soap Central Live. She and I had a chance to talk for the first time since uh, November 2010 when she was last here. If you remember back then, her on-screen sister, Taylor, was just getting ready to appear on the show. And now here we are less than a year later and Taylor is out of here. I guess that's my tribute to the baseball playoffs. Well, I I had to talk to Ari and find out what's going on since... We last talked. Obviously, there's been some changes on screen. There's been some changes behind the scenes at Days of Our Lives, and I wanted to ask her a little bit about that and what she thinks is coming up. And we also had an opportunity to talk about a loss that she's had in her life. One of her pets, a beloved kitty of hers, uh, recently passed away, and we talked a little bit about that and her commitment to making sure that pets that don't have homes 
uh, find loving homes. And just a quick note before we play the interview, I want to apologize for the audio problems that you'll hear in the interviews. It was something that didn't show up in the line when we were recording the interview. But of course, as with everything, there's always something that can go wrong. So I apologize for the audio problems. I hope that you'll hang in there and still enjoy the interview. It's a very good interview. So here's my interview from earlier this week with Ariane Zucker. Hey, Dan. Hey, Ari. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm pretty good. Before we get started, I saw on Twitter that you had a loss in your family, and I wanted to extend my condolences to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, she's like the best cat on the planet. So thank you. I appreciate it. It was weird. It's like they go, you know, they, they get to a certain age, and then it's just, it's so fast. But um, but she's peaceful now. Yay. <laughs> no, that's, that certainly is a, is a plus. I mean, there are so many people who are, who are pet owners and lovers that, uh, that know what you're going yeah, thank you. I, I, I have this brigade of animals I think I always have. So it, it, it's it's not that it's ever easy, but I know that I've given them, like, well, what I think is the best possible uh, kitty life and or life of whatever pet I have. Most of them are all rescues, so it's got to be better than wherever they were before. And, uh, yeah, she is 14, so living with uh, some sort of mass in her stomach for three years when she was diagnosed. So she's good. She, she had a good little little squishy, comfy life, sleeping on my head and my pillow every night. <laughs> well, you mentioned a brigade. Now I'm, I'm suddenly thinking, you know, Noah's Ark here. What, what oh, pretty much. <laughs> well, at home, let's see. We've we're we're now we're down to four now. I have four dogs, and uh, let's see. I I had two cats when Kyle met me. Uh, I had two cats or three cats, something like that, and four dogs, and he brought a cat into the fold. Uh, and then I lost one of the kitties to a rare canine disease. It's crazy how they, you know, the cancer just runs everywhere. It's whether it's in humans or animals, it's just nuts. But, and then, uh, yeah, we ended up, we had six pets for a long time. And then we lost, uh, one of my other awesome cats, Tigger, uh, let's see, a year ago, Memorial Day. Or a little over a year now. So, um, yeah, so we lost him, and then we lost Nini, and they're all old now. <laughs> so I think it's like, Aww. you know, it all happens. I have two younger ones, though. So I have two younger dogs. There's a Border Collie and then Tasmanian, and you can just imagine what he's like by his name. Um, <laughs> I should have wow. named him Norman, and maybe he would have been calmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a whole lot uh, that can be said by the name of the, of the animal. Oh, my gosh. And everything is always, oh, Taz, oh, Taz, no, Taz. <laughs> and the baby, Izzy, even Izzy is like, no, Taz. Oh, it's constant. He's a, he's a, he's a Queensland healer, um, Chesapeake Bay retriever. And so he looks just like, he's beautiful. He looks like a, a, a black lab. But he's got this crazy mind of a Queensland, uh, Queensland healer. Um, and I don't know if you know those dogs well, but they're Australian sheep do- or uh, cattle dogs. They're nuts. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned the names and things like that. Uh, I have a bunny that's popping oh, up here somewhere bunnies. at the moment, <laughs> and uh, I'm not entirely sure that he realizes that he that he's a bunny. I think he thinks that he's perhaps a small dog. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, especially the way you treat him. I'm sure if he's running around somewhere. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, since, uh, you know, I think pet owners in general, they'll deny it uh, uh, to the end of time, but we spoil these animals. Oh, uh, spoil. <laughs> For sure, they're your babies until you have a real one, you know. 
they're still your babies no matter what. But yeah, that's definitely preps you. Well, between that and like the the twenty fish that I had, if they're my babies, I've yeah. got a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, You'd be a rich man. <laughs> uh, transitioning slightly from uh, from babies to uh, days of our lives, which is always fun to talk about. That. Yes. The last time that we talked uh, officially, it was. Taylor was just getting ready to come back to town, and now here we are, and Taylor has left town. So mm. what has the last, uh, I guess about a year, what's been going on the, the last year in, in Salem? It seems like it's been crazy time. It has been crazy time. Uh, well, let's see. In, in regards to my sissy, um, uh, I, I guess from Nicole's point of view, uh, the girls never stayed in one place for a long time. That's how I, I look at it, and she's always off on some kind of adventure. Um, so when she did come to town, it's like, oh, my God, there she is. Um, and I had no idea what a, what a, the paths she has taken until she came and basically messed everything up <laughs> for me. <laughs> but, I mean, hi, taste of my own medicine. Thank you very much. It came right back to me after all the things that Nicole has done. And what better way for, you know, Nicole to kind of learn her lesson than have her own, very own sister do what she does to other people to herself. Does that make sense? It does. You know? It does. It's always more painful when someone else does what you've done uh, right. and you get to see what it is. <laughs> right. And you're like, wow, it couldn't be any closer than blood. <laughs> well, <Itch. laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I love my Tamara. <laughs> I was just going to say, she seems like she's so nice in person. How dare you? Mm. Uh, well, she's wonderful. Let's let's dig a little bit more uh, further into that. We've got Nicole's parents are, are both no longer with us. Uh, Taylor's left town. Brandon is, I'm not entirely sure where he is. Do you think that Nicole ever feels alone? Yeah, and I think that's what the whole summer was for her because – you know, her mom, even, you know, this was her chance. Her mom was sick, and she wanted to take care of her, and her sister's back in town, and she's hopefully back together with EJ with no, ooh, sorry, let me turn that off, um, you know, with no, um, with no lies, they're honest with each other, blah, 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 and, you know, for, for a brief moment, she basically has, you know, the house, the white picket fence, and the dog, you know, that perfect, for what she feels is this perfect family situation that she's never had. Um, and then it blew up in her face. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if we look at family, and, you know, we just mentioned uh, some of them here. Uh, as an actress, would you like to see, you know, maybe the uh, long-lost cousin, uh, maybe Nicole's evil twin, whatever it is, would you like to see more family members pop up all over the place, you know? Oh, yeah. It's always great when you have a family member uh, around. Um, and I think that there's a lot still uh, that Nicole hasn't revealed on camera, um, which would be interesting. Uh, if, you know, her. I know technically she had a great relationship with her brother, but why doesn't she now? You know, and, and things like that. You know, there there's... Um, it, it would be interesting to uh, to see all those dynamics and what she's done to other other families, uh, other family members. Um, and is she the is she the darkest one? You know, so it's it, uh, it it'd be cool because the entire family is from the wrong side of the tracks. You know, 
Yeah, it just depends yeah. on where the tracks are, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true, true. Well, well uh, let's see, what most Salemites would call the wrong side of the tracks, because, you know, everyone in Salem is so fabulous and perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is very true, that's very yes. true. Well, you know, with, with the days of our lives and this exciting reboot that's just taken place, there's this promise for the storylines that are going to be focused more on, uh, sort of based in reality. What does that mean to you, and what are some of the storylines that you would like to see play out? Reality? I don't even know what that word means on a soap opera. <laughs> That's I, it's like a contradiction, but hey, this is what they're telling me, so I have to believe <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, in the, let's say, Soapland reality, uh, you know, it's it's, I think just being here for the reboot, you know, it's kind of, it's such a secret still, you know, and I think even as actors, we, you know, they've kept it pretty, pretty quiet, pretty chill, pretty, pretty much that we don't know a lot, which is really good on, on, you know, on whoever they are, the writers and producers <laughs> keep being story quiet. So, um, with that respect, uh, you know, all these characters are coming back that Nicole, hasn't I mean I think you know her her best her biggest relationship to everyone coming back here would be Austin, um, and uh, it'd be kind of cool to see what happens uh, if and when they ever have a conversation. A conversation is that uh -huh. in, is that in quotation marks? <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. Conversation, you know, because he kind of left he left town and she was you know, starting to fall in love with him, I guess, if you will, or really like him, and he left, you know, so there was really, uh, really no resolve, so that would be an interesting storyline, you know, if that ever came, or whatever, like I said, I don't know, I'm just throwing things out there, um, like anybody would, like any, you know, like, I love when the fans tweet out thoughts and stuff, but, um, so, so, that was, that's a pretty cool, that'd be a pretty cool thing. I'd like to see that play out. Well, we are almost out of time, so I just wanted, you mentioned the fans briefly. I, obviously, Days of Our Lives wouldn't be on the air as long as it has been if it were not for the fans. So, uh, just briefly, what do the fans mean to you? Oh, my God, everything. Um, half the reason I make the choices that I make when I work is to relate to people. Regardless if it's you know, uh, uh, if it's written on paper or if it's true, it, there are some true. There is a lot of truth to the character that I play. Um, people have put their, themselves in situations. In fact, I got a wonderful message a couple days ago when um, at the air show, I wanted to stand. Nicole wants to stand on her own and be her own person and not be with some idiot guy, is what I said, and. You know, there was a fan there that said, you know what, I realize that I make really bad choices with, with guys, and I need to be independent, and I just realized my self-worth through your character. Wow. And you know what, that me if, if that's one person and one fan that I've affected, I, I can't tell you how much that means to me, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm really big in giving back, in case you haven't noticed, <laughs> um, all my stuff that I'm trying to do and charities that I work with, and... And um, it's really important to me to to find that you know relationship, even though I don't you know I don't know you guys or I don't know the fans, is to find that relationship between Nicole and the fans. 
Well, thank you so much, Ari, for taking time. My mother, of course, says hello. Uh, hello, Mama. <laughs> uh, sends her best. So thank you so much, and uh, hopefully we'll talk again soon. Yeah, absolutely, Dan. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Dan. So what do you guys out there think? What should be next for Nicole? Are there any long-lost relatives that need to come to town, or do you want to see her stick to trying to get her romantic life together? We're always interested in hearing what you have to say. You can follow us on Twitter at Soap Central Live. You can also head over to Facebook and check us out at SoapCentral.com to share your ideas and thoughts. And, of course, as always, we may read some of your comments here on the air, or share some of your thoughts on the SoapCentral.com website. If for some reason you're not aware of this already, Days of Our Lives airs weekdays on NBC. Check your local listings for the time and channel in your area. And if for some reason you're not able to tune in during the daytime broadcast, you can always check out full-length episodes on NBC.com. Our Pet Lovers special here on Soap Central Live is just beginning, coming up after the break. We'll have General Hospital's Julie Berman. And as promised, more details on that very special contest where you can win some cool prizes for your pets. Stay tuned as Soap Central Live will be back on the other side of this short break. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hey, Soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, Soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's special Pet Lovers edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. You may know Julie Berman as a two-time daytime Emmy winner for her work as General Hospital's Lulu Spencer. But outside of General Hospital, she is the co-founder of a new company that is working to create eco-friendly products for our pets. 
She's going to talk a little bit about that coming up in this interview. And she's also gotten herself into something that she may not have expected when she did the interview. She's going to be a guest judge for that big contest that I've been talking about all hour. Let's take a listen now to my interview with Julie Berman. Hi, Dan. Hey, Julie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for uh, taking some time out to talk to me today. Oh, no. Thank you so much for rescheduling. I know I was sick when we were supposed to do it, and then time just totally went by so quickly before we were able to reschedule. So I I appreciate you uh, moving your schedule around for us. So uh, I've got a couple of surprises for you in in addition to uh, some of the regular questions. So hopefully uh, you'll enjoy this interview. Okay. <laughs> they're good surprises, I promise. They're not quite Oprah surprises, but they're, uh, there's still some good things for you. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so, you know, everybody knows you as a General Hospital favorite and a two-time Emmy winner, uh, someone who has a cupcake named after them. Uh, <laughs> maybe They may not know, though, that you are a pet lover. So the first question has to be, how many members, how many furry creatures do you have uh, in your family? Um, I have two dogs right now. Um, one of them is named Tater Tot, and the other one is Olive. And by their names alone, you can assume that they are very small. And uh, I grew up with animals, and um, I've pretty much, I feel like I, I can't remember a time in my life when I didn't have uh, an animal in my family at one point or another. Were they always dogs, or did you have a, a sort of a menagerie of animals we had we had dogs um and then i also had one or two cats when i was growing up but my allergies got worse with cats as i got older so then once our second cat passed away i just never um really went back into um adopting any sort of cat or anything into my family just because my allergies are so crazy with them when people talk about pets, of course, they think about cats and dogs, or in my case, I have a rabbit. Um, but aside from that, what would you say is your overall favorite animal? Um, you know, I mean, aside from, obviously, dogs and cats, because you know, they're, they're family animals, and so you really form bonds and attachments with them, I had um, a crazy thing for monkeys and chimpanzees and orangutans when I was young and I still do I'm fascinated um, by them and I actually would I would write letters to Jane Goodall when I was young about um, wanting to help her cause and um, I, I just feel like I've always been fascinated with the human animal connection and, and just you know the, the, the other species that exists on this planet with us and you know they don't they don't have a voice to tell us what's going on and everything i think it's just i think it's so interesting how they survive and you know their instincts and and i think i've always been fascinated with animals in general it's an interesting tie and you mentioned that of course uh james franco with his guest appearances on general hospital and planet of the apes doing all of the the interesting stories with with of course fictional with the monkeys it's sort of a uh, an interesting tie in there. Yeah, yeah, I know it, it is, and and we did have a chimpanzee on General Hospital when I started, when um, Luke brought he brought it home from his travels or something as a pet, and so that was like 
that was really fun to actually interact with one on set and work with one and and you know but that was like that was like a dream come true for me wow i don't think i remember that i know that passions had an orangutan that pretended to be a nurse but i don't think i remember no, that no this one it, it caused this outbreak where everyone got sick and like oh, I got, yes, it was I way 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 back when i started um so it must have been five years ago and, and it, everyone started getting sick from this monkey flu and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that rings a bell. But now you, you mentioned, of course, the monkey, but why doesn't anybody in Port Charles seem to have any other pets? Uh, you know, wouldn't it be funny to see uh, Sonny, this mob boss with a little tiny fluffy poodle or something? Yeah, I think it would be really fun. I, I'm, I love seeing animals on our on our set, and you know they're just so well behaved and well trained. Obviously, just to be able to work on sets, and, and they're just so sweet. But I know it's a ton of work to have um, animals on any sort of set, so I'm, I'm I highly doubt that it would ever actually happen. But it would be amazing to see you know these really really tough characters with you know these fluffy furry cute animals. Uh, we all love them, you know, whether they're they're small and fluffy or, or large and, uh, I guess, unfluffy. But one of the things that I think is so important about pet owners is the experiences that we have with them. And I, I read online that you had an experience purchasing a puppy that uh, really had a profound change in the way that you see pet ownership. Uh, yeah, I um, when my husband and I were engaged, we were... Um, looking to get a dog. And, um, you know, I, I had not obviously had a pet since I was living at my parents' house. So basically the only time in my life where I didn't have a pet was when I was in college and living alone. So this was the first time um, to go about finding the dog that we wanted. And I remember when I was young, you know, we went to a breeder and we found, you know, a breeder who was breeding golden retrievers and we saw, you know, the, where the, the animals were living and it was completely legitimate and they were healthy. And, you know, this was like a, a very healthy form of breeding. And my husband and I need a small dog because we live in a very, you know, small place and we don't have a yard. And I was looking for breeders of this breed in the Los Angeles area and couldn't find any. So the next thing I know, I'm Googling the animal online, and there are hundreds of people breeding this animal, and they, you know, send it to you from purchasing it online. And it seemed like, oh, this is maybe, you know, the new way people are, you know, getting their pets with the Internet and, and that sort of thing. And I, I talked to the breeder on the phone and felt you know, that she was very, very nice and, you know, thought that it was a legitimate situation. And, you know, uh, I got my dog and pretty much in in a nutshell, she has as many problems as a senior dog should have at this wow. age. Um, and and the only thing I can attribute it to or is, is the fact that, you know, maybe she wasn't uh, – you know, bred in a healthy situation, and and I got some sort of a, a pet from a puppy mill. Um, and I love my dog more than anything, and I couldn't imagine having any other animal. But it it did make me reevaluate, you know, how I want to go about 
purchasing a, a pet and and spreading the knowledge to everyone else who might be in a situation like me. Unfortunately, here in Pennsylvania, we know way too much about puppy mills. Apparently, there, there's some loophole in the law that unfortunately allows them to uh, to exist. But we had a governor who did everything in his power to try to change regulation to put away and do away with that. So it, it's really an unfortunate situation. Yeah, it is. It's it's very, very sad. And, and any, you know, the pictures that I see of, of these animals in those living conditions, it's it's deplorable. It's disgusting, and and I just hope I hope to see a day where puppy mills they're they're not in existence anymore because their conditions are you know deplorable and it's tragic and it's horrible to see all the the pictures and the the videos of these you know puppy mill busts and everything. It's it's absolutely sad and tragic. Well, in addition to puppy mills, it seems that lately the the big thing is for people to get these uh, designer breeds of dogs that obviously don't occur naturally in the wild. But at the same time, while people are doing that, there are literally millions and millions of pets that are homeless or they're in shelters. What do you say to someone to convince them to reconsider their decision to get a designer dog? And check out a local shelter where they can find something that they will probably love just as much, if not more. Well, uh, you know, I think it's it's very easy to think that when you get a shelter dog, you're kind of getting, you know, the worst of the worst. You just assume these animals are, you know, all messed up and they're missing eyeballs and they're, you know, just these sad, sad creatures. There are so many animals that are that are these, you know, designer pets that are in these shelters that you can actually adopt. I mean, there are, there are rescue centers that rescue only small breed animals. So if you are looking for an animal like, like I did, I needed something small. And I thought the only way to do that is to look outside of a a rescue center because you, you know, you don't know what you're getting. There are, there are places that actually specialize in the size of animal that, that you would like, or even the breed. There's a lot of them that actually uh, rescue animals based on, on and take in um, the, the breed of animal. You know, if you're looking for a pit bull, there's, there's rescue centers that, that have only pit bulls. And, and I think you would be surprised at, at what you could find if you actually did your homework and, you know, went to, to see what some of these places had. Well, in addition to that, you know, people are... Always talking about wanting to do what's best for for their families, for the environment, and this talk of, of going green it seems to be everywhere. But one of the places that we don't often hear about going green is when we talk about pet products. There don't seem to be a lot of eco-friendly pet products out there, but you're doing something to sort of change that. So can you talk a little bit about Better Buddies? Well, the idea came my husband and I when we were shopping for products for our own dogs and you know we're buying these completely overpriced pieces of garbage (laughs) for our dogs that get destroyed in two seconds and um, you know we're paying a ton for things that just weren't good quality let alone eco-friendly and um, you know when the idea came well what if we what if we did something what if we you know, started our own company, what would we want the company to be? 
And the two obvious things uh, to us at the time was, one, to, you know, donate some of the profits to um, an animal rescue organization that specializes in rehabilitation and and sheltering these animals, and two, to make it eco-friendly so that we're proud of the product that we're putting out in the environment and we're, you know, changing the way, hopefully, business models work where, you know, everything is, is the environment is put first in, in all of, of our choices that we make for, for these products and how we conduct our uh, business. And it's been wonderful and really exciting, and, and I think a lot of people are very interested in, uh, you know, what we've done with Better Buddies. Well, what are some of the products that folks will find when they check out the Better Buddies website? Well, right now we have three different types of dog beds, and we've only been in existence since March of this year. So it's um, pretty amazing that we've been able to um, produce uh, three different dog beds in uh, three different patterns, and um, and they're all, you know, they all have different functions, and basically, you know, it's, it's, it's been incredible. Everything that we, all the great feedback and the response and obviously um, everything that, that people have purchased has enabled us to um, continue growing our bedlines so quickly. Well, I took a peek and it seems that you have every bedding option available that, uh, that an animal could want. You've got the, the, the little cozy donut beds and the puffy pillows and uh, the bed rolls in, in truthfulness, there's uh, someone hopping around here in my office uh, who may be getting one of those bedrolls for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking to make sure he's not around. I don't want him to do that. Um, but one of the things that I noticed is that the products are made with hemp instead of cotton. What's the purpose for that? Um, well, hemp is an incredible uh, resource. And, um, you know, we wanted a material that... Um, you you would find, uh, you know, that if you felt on our bed, you would have no idea it was anything different than what you're used to. And it, it these beds are, it was important to us to have something that was soft and comfortable because you don't want your, your pets sleeping on, you know, concrete, but something that's also extremely durable. And hemp was, was able to provide both of those um, criteria because, it, it, it's, you know, the ounce of the fabric is 12 ounces. And, you know, if you, you know, if you look into anything about these uh, typical dog beds, they're usually like seven ounces. So it's very, very easy to, to pull through them. And, and uh, so it's made it extremely durable. And, and um, on top of that, the, the material itself is extremely soft and comfortable. So it was, it was kind of the perfect thing for us to gravitate towards. We mentioned, uh, of course, a couple of times now that uh, there are so many pets that don't have homes. I, I did a little bit of research before we started talking, and it says that there's maybe 6 million pets pass through shelter systems in the United States every year. And I would have to think that, especially now when people are feeling the pinch of the economy, maybe it's it's led to more pets being without homes than, than ever before. But uh, Better Buddies has partnered with I think it's called the Best Friends Animal Society. I'm just uh, wondering a little bit about how did you decide to sort of form that partnership and what is the ultimate goal in doing all of this? 
Um, okay, well, Best Friends Animal Society is, is a group that I found when I was looking to um, link up with a charity just to to work with someone uh, that was doing something that was close to my heart. And I knew animals was a big deal to me. And um, I went out to their sanctuary in Utah, and um, I saw what they were doing, and, and they're the largest no-kill animal sanctuary in the United States. Um, and I fell in love with uh, the staff and with, you know, their principles and their missions um, as a sanctuary and absolutely loved it. And so I started my relationship with them just on a, a volunteer basis where I'm a, you know, ambassador for the organization and once I came up with this idea for the company I knew immediately that best friends would would be the place that I wanted um, you know our money to be donated to them because I love their mission of no more homeless pets which is you know obviously spreading knowledge about adoption about spaying and neutering um, and you know important things about just giving homeless animals a chance to, you know, find a loving home. Well, because I think that we can safely say that there is no group more passionate than soap fans. And uh, I know that it's going to mean so much to the soap fans to be able to hear from you. I wanted to return a little bit of a favor for you taking some time out to chat with me today. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to make a $250 donation to the Best Friends Animal Society to help them in their mission, which, uh, you know, is, is so amazing. And I think that they, right, especially right now, I'm sure that they can, can use the money and put it to great use. Oh my God. That's amazing. That is so amazing. That's from the, that's from the fans. Well, that's going to be from soapcentral.com, but we're going to, uh, do it in the, in general hospital fans name so that, uh, you know, put the word out there and let everybody know what they can do. I know that right now it's, it's hard for folks to, you know, to get by and every dollar counts, but, you know, if they want to, we'll let them know where they can also send the money and, and help make a difference. That's great. I, Best Friends is, is the one of the most amazing um, places that I've ever been to in my life. And, and if anyone ever looks into it, I think they'll be, if they have a heart, they'll be touched <laughs> by what they do. And, and that donation is incredible. And I'm like, I'm so thrilled to be a part of anything that inspires anyone to, to do stuff for animals. Well, you're, you're certainly welcome. And now we have one more thing. I told you the be surprises all through the interview. Uh, <laughs> in listening to you and, and hearing the passion and, you know, me thinking about the animals that I've had over the years that I've loved so much, I thought that maybe we would try something different on SoapCentral.com and have our first annual uh, soap fan pet contest and have people submit, you know, photos of their pets and tell stories and uh, we'll pick a couple lucky winners and we'll give them some of the Better Buddies beds as uh, you know, as gifts, sort of like a, a pet show. Oh, fun! So That's if, great! If, if you'd like, once we narrow it down to maybe some finalists, we'll have you come on board as a uh, celebrity judge and you can help us pick some of the winners. Oh my gosh, I would absolutely love that. And I love when people, you know, people are so passionate about pets, you know, if they're a pet owner, most of them just love gushing about their animals. So I'm very, very, very excited to see what people uh, are able to show us. That'll be really fun. You know, and with soap fans, because they're so creative, I'm sure we'll 
you know, we'll get a, a, a cockatoo that looks like Erica Kane or, yeah. uh, you know, a poodle that, that looks like Sunny. I'm sure we'll come up with some with some uh, some fun stuff. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll say I'm biased to any animal that, that can pass as Lulu. So <laughs> they, they might make it to the final round if their animal looks like my character. <laughs> we'll, have a, we'll have a special celebrity Lulu lookalike. We'll, we'll come up with yeah. something. <laughs> well, Julie, That's I wanna, great. I want to thank you so much for taking some time out to talk to me today and, of course, for, for talking about some great things here. And we're going to make sure that Silk fans know exactly where they need to go to to help make a difference. Great. I, I appreciate it so much, and I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to be able to talk about this. Well, we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Julie. Okay, sounds good. Thanks. If you would like more information about some of the products that Better Buddies has to offer, you can head over to their official website at betterbuddies.com. You'll be able to check out some of the products and order them directly online. And for more information about the Best Friends Animal Society, head over to their website at bestfriends.org. There you can find out how you can make a donation to help them continue all the good work that they're doing. And you'll also be able to find a list of adoptable animals, some of them in your area. They range everything from cats and dogs to bunnies to even horses. So if you're looking to add a member to your family, this is a great place to check it out. Now, we are almost at that time where you're going to get all of the details on SoapCentral.com's first annual pet photo contest. Find out what you'll be playing for, how to enter, all the good details. But you're going to have to wait just a little bit longer because we have to take a quick break. But come on back in about two minutes for the remainder of our hour here of Pet Lovers Day on Soap Central Live. <laughs> Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. 
everybody, welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and it is that time. It's time for you to get all of the details about the first annual SoapCentral.com pet photo contest. For official rules and information, you can head over to SoapCentral.com slash pets. You'll get all the rules and details there and find out how you can enter, but I thought that it would be easier to get things kicked off with me giving a little bit of an explanation of what you can expect. There are three categories in our pet photo contest. The first is a general overall cutest pet photo contest. So if you have a photo out there of your pet that everyone says, oh wow, that's so cute, this is your chance to enter. But if for some reason your pet doesn't fall into the cutest category, there are still two other categories that you can enter. The Second, it was inspired by Julie Berman, who said that she'd have a special place in her heart for any animal that looked like Lulu. Well, we are going to have a category for your pets that maybe resemble a soap star. Do you have a cockatoo that looks like Erica Kane? A poodle that looks like Sonny Corinthos? Well, this is your chance to put that photo to good use and possibly win a little bit of a reward for it. And the third category, since we are at that time of year, is a Halloween trick-or-treat contest. Do you have a picture of your pet wearing some sort of Halloween costume? Well, again, you can put that to good use by submitting that photo in the SoapCentral.com pet photo contest. If you want, you can enter any of the categories or you can enter all three of them. All you need to do again is go to SoapCentral.com slash pets. There'll be official information there. You can upload photos to our official Facebook page and once the entries are all received on October 31st, we will select a group of finalists. And Julie, along with our other special guest panel of judges, will go through those photos and pick a winner. And here's what you're playing for. I know that that's probably the most important thing out there. Each winner in each of the three categories will win one of the beds from betterbuddies.com. So if you have a small pet or a large pet, we will help you out by getting you started with one of the pet beds. I think it's a great prize. Again, you can head over to betterbuddies.com and check them out and see what you'll be playing for. I know that, as I mentioned earlier in the hour, I've already gone over there and I have my eye on something for my furry little friend here for Christmas. Shh, don't tell. Uh, I don't want to ruin the surprise. But I think it's going to be a lot of fun, everybody. As I said, that we all have a special place in our heart for pets. Some of us are cat people. Some of us are dog people. Some of us you know, maybe prefer fish. But whatever the case is, this is going to be a great chance for you to share your love of your pet with the, the general soap opera community out there. And, of course, have a chance to win some really cool prizes. And you know what? Depending upon how many photos we get and how hard it is to pick a winner, we may have more than just those three winners. So again, head on over to SoapCentral.com slash pets and you'll get all of the details and information of how to submit your photos into the contest. We are not quite out of time for today's show. I thought I could maybe babble and fill up some time, but we have a little bit of time. So I wanted to give you further proof that everybody has a special place in their heart for pets and play some of our past Soap Central Live episodes with soap stars who've also talked about their pets. In an interview with Denise Vassy from All My Children, she was having a nice interview. We were talking about all things Pine Valley when her dog, Blue, decided that he would make an appearance in the show. Take a listen. 
you're a foodie. Yes. Denise. <laughs> Food lovers all around here, I think. Yeah, oh. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what's a typical morning? You're talking about ordering breakfast. What's a, what's a typical All My Children breakfast? Well, honestly, it was a lot easier when we were in New York. Of course. Um, you know, uh, more options, being in the city, we could order from a whole bunch of places. But me and Debbie would kind of, you know, go back and forth about, you know, what was the new dish at whatever place. You know, did you try this? And you've got to try that. And Oh, I'm not really into it. No, 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 just try it. You know, just kind of <laughs> coaxing each other to try try different things. And that place, their eggs were too salty and... Just, just fun stuff like that. But, oh wow! So it's serious. Um, it's serious. Me and Debbie <laughs> are serious about our food. I, we, we were talking the other day about how we used to, um, you know, we had a lot of more um, prepared food on in on in New York on set, and apparently that's not as good as it like even used to be like years ago. When I when I wasn't there, and De- that's my dog, by the way. Um, <laughs> Blue wants to say hi to everyone. Hey, Blue. And who could forget Hillary B. Smith, One Life to Live's Nora, when she dropped by to play the $250 soap pyramid for her favorite charity, the Willie Copy Fund. That's an organization that helps pay for some of the medical expenses for people who have pets and maybe otherwise wouldn't be able to afford those bills. I should have expected that Hillary would be masterful at our version of the $100,000 pyramid. After all, she was a guest on the original Dick Clark show. It may have only been the $25,000 pyramid. I'm not sure. But either way, I, I should have expected that she would breeze through the clues. Let's take a listen to Hillary talking a little bit about her charity and then blowing away the competition to play the $250 soap pyramid. Hillary, what charity will you be playing for today? Well, I would like to be playing for, it's not necessarily a tax-deductible charity, but it is my charity, and it's the W, it's the Willie Copy Fund. We call it the WC Fund, and it's for animals um, and owners who are in need of financial assistance to get the best care for their animal, and it's out of the Sherman Oaks Veterinary Group. Okay, and uh, how can folks find out more about the Willie Copy Fund? Well, they can go to the uh, willycopyfund.blogspot.com um, or you can go to my website and um, there's a link there. Okay. So what do you say? Let's, uh, let's win some money for the WC Fund. I think that sounds pretty good. Okay, the All category... Right now, you're gonna have to, I know the real game, but you're going to have to tell me what I'm doing here now. That's fine. I'll explain it. It's going to be... We've played this before with mixed results, but it always proves to be a good time. Um, first, we ha- let me explain. It's going to be the category is names the same. It's the same for the first round for everybody. These are going to be uh, people, places, or things that have a name that's similar to yours. So I'll give you Hillary? clues. Or Smith. Oh, okay. Because there weren't a whole bunch of Hillary's, let me tell you. Uh, yeah. But there's a lot of Clinton. Smiths. There you go. There's one. <laughs> so what we're going to do is uh, I believe we have the theme song queued up. So let's see if the engineer can push a button and play our theme song. Okay. That's all the budget we have to buy for the licensing rights. So Perfect. it's a very it's a very short version. <laughs> So, okay, there's going to be 60 seconds on the clock, and are you ready, Hillary? I am. 
All right, here we go, and we'll start. He is an actor. He was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He was an Independence Day. Uh, she is Secretary of State, married Hillary to Bill. Uh, one of Charlie's angels, uh, line of clothing at Kmart. Jacqueline Smith. Uh, uh, he was the guy who, the first one to climb uh, Mount Everest. Hillary, uh, Sir Edmund Hillary. Yes. Um, they have cough drops. They're siblings with cough drops. Smith brothers. Yes. Uh, they were, uh, they made rifles in the Old West. Smith and Wesson. Yes. Um, he's a football player. He was on Dancing with the Stars. Um, oh, uh, no, really. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll go back to that one. Uh, she's an Academy Award winning actress. She was in uh, Maggie Smith. Boys Don't Cry, I think. Uh, and Hillary the, and the yes, um, they are. Uh, it's the museum in D.C. It's a whole bunch of them all together into one. Smithsonian. Yes. Uh, ooh, gosh. Uh, she's a gossip columnist for one of the New York. Emmett Smith. With the, yes, other the other one. It, I don't know if we got this one. Well, I will try to finish it off. Uh, gossip well, I columnist. Said Emmett Smith for the football player that was on Dancing right. with the Stars. Yes, and that was correct. And the last okay. one, we'll just finish it off. Uh, gossip columnist for, I think, the New York Post. Uh, very famous uh, Abby, gossiper. Ask Abby, Abby Smith. Mm-hmm. Liz Smith. Liz Smith. I wouldn't have gotten that one. That's okay. Uh, I wasn't sure. I'm hoping that's what it is, but that's the one that's in here. All right, so we got 9 out of 10. Yay! Now, that's, that's perfect. And, uh, I mean, I, I know that you were on... The, the $25,000 pyramid, it, maybe folks out there don't know that, but uh, I, so I'd imagine, you know, this this whole process of clues and word games and stuff, you you're, you seem really good at it. I won $40,500 when I was on that for charity for the American Indian College Fund, which is also uh, a cause very near and dear to my heart. So that was really cool. Well, we don't have quite forty thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money for uh, for for charity. Certainly, um, was there? Listen, two hundred and fifty dollars is spectacular. Spectacular. Good. I thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, it's certainly something that we enjoy doing here. Now, I'm curious from being on Pyramid. Uh, before we go into our next commercial break, do you remember there being one question or category or something that was just the hardest thing out there? Well, I played with Scott Bryce when we did the celebrity version. And um, I don't know what happened. We were so channeled into each other that we got to the pyramid. We were the, you know, the, the circle. And I gave him one clue, and he got the answer. And the clue was Conestoga Wagons. What? Yes. I said, Conestoga Wagons. And I went to go give the next one, and he, and he guessed it. And do you know what, the, what, it, what category it would be? Not a clue. Things Pioneers. a pioneer uses. Yes! <laughs> I was... How about that? And, I, and it was literally, it was like the second or third, you know, square that turned over. And I went, Conestoga Wagons. He goes, Things a pioneer uses. And everyone was just dumbfounded. We moved on and we won the pyramid. It was unbelievable. Was that the top of the pyramid? That was the no, last. It wasn't oh. even the top. Really? That's hard. Yeah. It wasn't even the top. And with that, we really are out of time for today's show. I hope that you found it 
perfect. Uh, don't go barking up the wrong tree here because there's nothing that I can do to put more time in today's show. We are officially out of time. If for some reason you've missed anything that we talked about in today's show, want to get some of those links and check out some of the products or some of the charities, you can head over to SoapCentral.com slash radio for complete information. While you're there, you will also be able to download or stream any of the other editions of Soap Central Live that have aired since January 2010. This is episode 91, so there are 91 hours of great soap opera entertainment for you to go over and check out. And don't forget to also enter the SoapCentral.com pet photo contest. It's the first time we've ever done anything like this. Head over to SoapCentral.com slash pets. There you'll be able to get all of the information about entering. I hope that as many of you out there as possible can enter the contest so that we can give away some fun and environmentally friendly products for your pets. Next week, we are going to be having a Yay for Days event here on Soap Central Live. It's an hour of fan calls for fans of Days of Our Lives to talk about their favorite moments, their favorite characters, everything that they love about Salem. And we will be joined by some very special guests who will be taking your calls. We're sort of hammering out who it's going to be. I don't want to tip my hand just yet. So, of course, you can follow Soap Central Live on Twitter or SoapCentral.com to find out who those guests will be. Uh, I now need to go and walk the bunny, but I'll be back in time for next Friday's show when the continuing saga of Soap Central Live continues. Have a great week, everybody. I'll see you back here next Friday. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.